The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. On a very special episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box, Doyle for sure gets molested by Juan while Gabe watches. It wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You know it was fun, fucker. I said no more <laughs> two fingers. <laughs> I have small hands. <laughs> like Trump. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. It has a number. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. And today is our pop culture classic which I'm going to say very slowly while Juan types I've very quickly. I've already gotten it. I'm ahead yes. of you, buddy. Today we're going to be talking about The Cell. Juan, tell us a little bit about The Cell. The Cell is a 2000 science fiction psychological horror film, which is a very long subgenre to be in, uh, directed by Tarsum Singh in his directorial debut, starring Jennifer Lopez, Vince Vaughn, and Vincent D'Onofrio. The film follows scientists as they use experimental technology to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to locate where he has hidden his latest kidnap victim. So, yeah, Doyle, Doyle, this was your pick. Why don't we start with you? Um, this is one of my like closeted favorite movies from the past that like had no business being made. I feel like like none of the acting decisions make any sense to me. Like there's a like, comedian, he's the lead serious role. <laughs> I thought it was amazing because of that. You Wait, never, you don't see him ever doing anything serious. I'm not saying that they didn't come out good. It just didn't make sense to do it. He was like, he was like, mm, empathetic female characters get the biggest booty in a uh, pop music. <laughs> like it just, it was very bizarre. Which, and I'm surprised JLo can get more acting work because I thought her acting in this movie is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's like uh, pretty spot on. Anyway, keep going. And then just like our last episode. Visually speaking, at the time, specifically, this movie was striking as fuck. Visually, I thought. I I would take the at the time out. Like, uh, seriously? Yeah, I, mean, I, I still, I still movie, think it's visually amazing. This think, movie but. way holds the fuck up. Like, I did not... I remember seeing this movie in the theater when it came out. I did not expect to be as visually blown away as I was by it back then this week. And it still did like this movie is fucking cool as hell. Like, so let's we, I'll hit you with some stats real quick. Made for thirty three million dollars. They made one hundred and four million dollars. So it made a pretty hefty amount of money for its budget. Um, but on the tomato meter. The critics give it a 45%, and the audience gives it a solid 57%. That's low. In my opinion, that's low. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that part of what people didn't like about it is that the end is not like a happy, resolved ending? Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like any time that that happens, when there's not a bow at the end of a movie, that it gets... Is it not stopped. happy and resolved? Like, so I mean, the, they, girl they get, the, girl the girl gets girl. saved, but she doesn't really get to, like, 
save the kid because he's, you know, the psych, the psyche of a serial killer. And yeah. she basically kills him. Like, but she baptized <laughs> I mean, him, bro. I feel like she did save him. Well, see, but that's the thing. It's not like it's symbolically saving right, him. Right. But like he there's no resolve there. Like she just yeah. has to live with the fact that she effectively murdered someone in their sleep. Like whether he's a, you know, whether he's like a disgusting, perverted, you know, serial killer. Still, she like murdered someone in her sleep like that would fuck with you for the rest of your life. But and- you, you know what? it You know what it did? I think is it, it the the that enabled her to what I assume is help the other kid. And I feel like maybe that's resolution for her because it was able to have her bring the other kid into her world and and help him. And so I feel like maybe that might have helped curb the I had to kill somebody while he was sleeping and the little boy of the psyche was being held in my arms kind of thing. Right. I mean, I get it. It's just like and I I understand what you're saying. I just don't feel like it's as as neat and tidy as most (laughs) movies are. Like it's definitely has some like the movie has a lot of moral ambiguity in it because it has to do with people literally invading someone else's mind. And that's kind of fucking weird, you know, and it's, I I don't know. It's this movie probably made me think a lot more than a lot of other movies do. Like this was a really, really good movie, man. I do not remember the last time I saw this movie. I I can't remember. I don't even know if I've ever seen this movie. And, and like you said, I, I was stunned because of who was in this movie. Vincent D'Onofrio, in my opinion, is one of the best actors that I've seen. Whether it comes on a movie or a TV show, he's fucking really good at everything that he does. And and so it, it, it lended itself because it has such star power now. You know, I don't I don't know where they were in their careers back then, but now the all three of these people are regarded as really big time actors or or you know singers. They're really big figures in whatever industry yeah, yeah. they're in, and so I think it came off better because of that to me. And like you guys said, the the visuals are really cool. The the kind of mind escapes and the horse getting cut in fucking fifteen pieces. Like it was a really cool movie. I really enjoyed it. Which has become like a genre. The, like that cut scene, I feel like has become like a genre of. I don't know what you said, Doyle. Yeah, you're. Oh, I you're breaking up. Uh, am I there now? I can hear you. You're just breaking up a little bit. Oh, I said. Cutting has even become like a visual trope for like horror movies. I feel like it's been done and done again after this. I think it's Petrie. She's fucking up your internet. Okay, give me a second. I'm gonna fucking see what she's doing. <laughs> she's, being, she's being all crazy over there. I don't know what's going on. And <laughs> he looks like he's in the groove is in the heart video. Like, <laughs> oh man. So for me, like this movie ends up being just another super, super cool visual movie. Like we're, we're watching some really visually interesting and unique movies. Um, one thing that, that the cell like really leans on that I don't know a lot of people would see is there's a lot of like Spanish, like kind of psychedelic movies by like, uh, like your and stuff like that, 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 really visually this is very similar to in a lot of cool ways and like the the music with the big like boom boom 
with like little tinkles and it's like just this really like solid beat but like not actual music right in the scene where he pulls the giant uh the cape like down oh, with him amazing. when she first goes in. like yeah. there's there's just shit in this that's it, it considering that it came out like 20 years ago this movie is like way the fuck ahead of its time by like really leaning on some really cool visual techniques that have been used like in the 60s and 70s like it's really really a good movie i i absolutely love that there is a visual difference from the real world going into your brain world like i love that there is there's a stark difference like you can automatically tell like oh shit we're not in reality anymore except for the one scene where she's like watching herself you know but even even then there's a little bit of differences there but like you said the visuals and the and d'onofrio doing you know different parts of his own brain and being in reality like he's just it's just really good. Like, I don't, it's weird to say that, like, like Doyle said, it's weird if you were to go out in public and say, Jennifer Lopez did amazing in this cell, people would be like, what? Like, she's not an actress. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's the only great. other movies she's made are like stupid dance movies. But she, oh, that one movie where she gets her ass kicked and learns how to kick ass. She, she did really, I think it, she was Selena, right? She did really good in Selena. Yeah, you're, I'm, I'm generalizing. <laughs> <laughs> like she, I think she only, she probably only made like one stupid dance movie, and I'm boiling her whole career down to it. But she's she's not really known as an actress, though. She is a hundred percent known way more for her music than her acting. And I and, mean that's that's a big and, part of why this movie did so well in theaters oh, is because people wanted her J Lo in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, let's take a look at. It'd be weird to it, be like this person. Your physical instead. So, so some of the other actors that you don't, you, you kind of, they're they're just kind of back there. I don't know what Doyle said because he cut out a little bit again. Uh, I know Jake Thomas. I uh, hate fucking doing some of the. <laughs> Jake Thomas, uh, smaller kids will know him, but he was the he was the young uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. He was in Lizzie McGuire. He was in a couple of little kids things, so he was pretty famous. Obviously, Vince Vaughn. Uh, Jake Weber is the other cop. He's a, a pretty big actor as well, but he doesn't have a ton of screen time in this movie. Um, Dylan Baker, I think, is is uh, what, I don't. He's Henry West, but I don't know what I don't know what bit part he played in the movie. But he's another big actor. Uh, Dean Norris has been in Breaking Bad and and a lot of those like CSI kind of shows. Like, there's a lot of star power in this movie that you didn't you wouldn't have realized it back in 2005. It's what's interesting is it's a lot of people that went on to be like pretty big stars, but not necessarily at the time. So like you're seeing some of these people in like roles that you would not expect them to be in like ever again. And you get to think to yourself, holy shit, like this is absolutely crazy. Uh, The one thing. So so Jake Weber, he looks kind of like Tim Roth. And I couldn't figure out if he was Tim Roth or not for like a really long time. And I kept talking about it. So Mel just went and looked him up and found that that's who it wasn't. But I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but his, his name, his character's name in the show is Gordon Ramsay. Yes. And I thought that was funny as fuck. I saw that and, and, and knew you would say something about it. <laughs> I also like that the dog is credited. Like the dog's <laughs> name is Tim. 
I didn't realize the dog got a credit, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, the, so I noticed that the dog got a credit because when I paused it, we rented it on Amazon. So when I paused it, it brought up the x-ray and it was a scene that the dog was in and it just says Tim. And underneath it says Valentine. I'm like, ah, the dog gets credit. <laughs> so for those... I wonder if that dog's been in other movies. I would assume so. I was just going to say... So for those those people who have never seen this movie, and there's probably people out there, um, it's all about you know I kind of I kind of said it at the beginning, but Jennifer Lopez is a scientist who kind of jumps into people's minds to help them through something. Um, I I don't I don't re- do you do, do you guys know what was going on with the little kid? I think I may have brushed that the the, well, the she's first a, kid. She's actually a children's psychiatrist. But the, the, other two the are little. Scientists. The little boy was in some kind of boating accident. Okay. That's why she okay. she keeps trying to get him to sail again because if he can he's made himself catatonic out of fear. Right. So if he can just get past his fear, he can, you know, wake himself up effectively. And Is so a, go ahead. It'd be weird if that's real. Yeah, that, that would like be really real weird thing? if that Well, I mean there's a lot of people that can function in their life better once they get over like phobias and stuff like that. So, I mean, I assume the ultimate extent of that is your brain just tricking you into shock because you were just over scared. Like I'm sure it could happen. I mean, our bodies do crazy fucking shit. So <laughs> seems like a, a terrible defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Ah! yeah. Don't move ever. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> so so while while she's trying to fix this kid, Vincent D'Onofrio is a bad guy who's essentially kidnapping women and giving them time in a tank and then drowning them at a certain amount of time and then turning them into like dolls and then dumping them in the streets. And so <laughs> uh, uh what's his name? What's the comedian's name? Shit, now I forgot his name. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. There you go. Vince Vaughn is a cop, and he's trying to find Vincent D'Onofrio, and they he dies from something that he's had forever, apparently. And then Jennifer Lopez has to go in his mind to find the next victim. That's essentially the movie. He doesn't yes. die. He's he's in. Oh yeah, shot. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's also comatose. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of people not being awake in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie's definitely revolves around people not being awake. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're asleep. So that tank setup seems like it would be a lot of work. <laughs> like well, I was thinking about killers it. are always uh very handy <laughs> and they got a lot of they got a lot of free time. I guess like, <laughs> I was just thinking about like how much time it would take to build the piping that goes into that giant pump that goes into like a giant glass box that I'm pretty sure he's not a glass installer. So somebody had to build that for him. <laughs> and you don't think they were like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, <laughs> what's this for? <laughs> Maybe he it's is to a make glass sex dolls. Well, then he, sex. he just hovers above them and ejaculates. This dude has the the kinkiest <laughs> getting off mechanism of all time. It's so very involved. As, as Mel and I were watching that scene in particular, I looked at her. And I go, 
how do you figure out that's it? Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of prep time to bust in that. It's like a year and a half. Yeah. Of work. <laughs> It's just like, dang, that that's complex. So I, I have to, sus- I have to suspend myself over a dollified corpse to <laughs> to come. It seems seems weird how you would get there. I didn't know the this. dog's totally cool with it. I didn't know this until literally right now. But this movie spawned a 2009 sequel that went direct to video. Uh, it was directed by Tim Lacofano, uh, starring Tessa Santiago, Chris Bruno, Michael Flynn, Bart Johnson, Frank Wally, Charles, a bunch of people that I've never heard of. They might be, they might have done some other shit. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. Um, but Michael Flynn, like the Michael Flynn. I've never heard of Holy shit. It is the Michael Flynn. Wow. That's crazy. Um, I'll have to watch this but now. it has a it there's no critic score no critics have have bothered to watch this movie um the audience score out of a 16705 people has a solid 7% okay, I'll have to not watch this movie then <laughs> I feel like I feel like I have to watch this movie now like 7% yeah that's brutal when did michael flynn do a fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> a United States Army guy. Wow, that's crazy. I can't even get it digitally. Oh, no, you can. It's $5. <laughs> is that worth the 7%? It has oh, two is, and a half stars. stupid. It's not even... It's about a psychic. It's not even about the same thing. That's weird. I just found it out right now, so who knows? I just feel like this movie should have spawned something that it didn't. Like... Like more like visual, I don't know. It, it feels like there should be more in this genre of thing than there is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't know if I'm saying what I'm saying, but no, I I understand what you're saying. Like this this particular brand of like science fiction and horror and just like a really intense like visual like aesthetic is yeah. missing from like a lot of just american cinema period like there's just not a lot of stuff like this out there that comes from the united states like you can find it in like crazy korean and japanese movies and like all sorts of like spanish and italian movies but we just don't see this kind of stuff like coming out of the united states and when we do it's shit like the matrix and it blows up massively like this movie made a shitload of money too you would think that somebody would get smart and like fucking really lean into that because there's clearly a market for it you know what vince Vince vaughn so i'm looking at his wikipedia page i just wanted to see kind of where this fell in his career it looks like he's done uh, maybe i'm an idiot and i just forgot but it looks like he's done a lot of, not a lot. You know, it looks like he's done some serious movies before he jumped into crazy, stupid comedy stuff. Um, you know, obviously he was in The Lost World. Um, he was in a movie. He was in Rudy at some point. Uh, something called For the Boys, The Locust, A Cool Dry Play. I mean, these all look like dr- just just looking at the 
the little picture previews. They all look very dramatic. And it was, yeah, the A Cool Dry Place is a 1998 drama movie. Like, it looks like he did a lot of drama stuff before Zoolander hit in 2001. And then he went fucking comedic crazy. Maybe, uh, maybe I just don't. That genre of him, I've never seen much else from. But like, really, the only good job in this movie. Yeah, the really the only other thing that I think of him being in that's like kind of drama centric is the remake of Psycho that they did, and that was, I mean, that was weird. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't even fucking remember him in that movie. Yeah, he plays the cop that's like hunting down. Uh, uh, Norman Bates. Sorry, I was uh-huh. trying to say Anthony Perkins. <laughs> but it's, that I don't know. It's, that it's was in 1998. That was before this. Yeah. He's just like, I do comedies or cop movies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy just thinking about it because that's when you think Vince Vaughn, all you think about is comedies. You don't think about anything yeah. else. I think it's just because he's had so much, or no, he played Norman Bates, not the cop. Damn. Hmm, I might have to go back and rewatch that because I remember enjoying it and everybody else really not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Christian Bale? No, uh, no. Isn't that oh, the remake of Psycho? Is it with Christian Bale? Uh, let's take a look at the page. Let's take a look. No. So it's Christian. Vince, Vince Vaughn is Norma Bates and Hetch is... Someone, Marion Crane, the girl who dies in the shower. Um, Julianne Moore is in the movie. Viggo Mortensen is in the movie. Uh, William H. Macy is in the movie. Uh, Robert Foster, Philip Baker Hill. That's a pretty big name. Uh, Let's see who else is in it that I might recognize. Rita Wilson. That's a pretty big name. James Ramar. That's a pretty big name. Yeah, it doesn't look like... uh, I was thinking of... American Psycho, my bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not just Psycho. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because uh, American Psycho is not good either. <laughs> <laughs> that book is fucking a crazy read, too. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the movie a thumbs up. I mean, it, it's it's I probably may not watch it for another ten years, and then in ten years I'll be like, wow, this movie's amazing. I forgot how cool it is. Um, but it's, it's, it's good. I, I definitely think if you have not watched it, you should watch it and don't go into it with any kind of preconceived notions. Because like I said, when you think of Jen- Jennifer Lopez, you don't really think great actress, but she does a really good job. And I, I think it's worth watching for sure. My turn. Yeah. Whoever. Oh, okay. I was waiting for Doyle to go for some reason. <laughs> uh, I I agree with with Juan. Like this movie definitely like holds up really well, uh, considering like I said earlier that it's twenty years old. Like it's hard to believe how like awesome looking this movie is. Um, I mean Jennifer Lopez does a great job of acting. Like I think she outacts Vince Vaughn in this movie, uh, and Vincent D'Onofrio plays a creepy guy like nobody's business. Like that guy, <laughs> like that guy can be anything like i really think that guy could be anything yeah i give this uh two thumbs up as well it's it's my kind of cheese pizza Uh, (laughs) i do love cheese pizza yeah i do too they still have the you know exploiting her booty scene where she's walking around in a panties and shirt for some reason but (laughs) in the in the fridge 
Yeah. That take character series. You know, they just did this because it's Jennifer Lopez. Right. There's no other reason to do this like this. But besides that, her Oof, Doyle. Your internet what, is no have bueno to... today. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Give the movie tunes up. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> oh, maybe I'll drop you and then add I don't you. Like <laughs> yeah, take us out, Gabe, because I don't know what Doyle's saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, suffice it to say, Doyle also likes this movie. And on that note, be sure to visit us at TOTLB.com. That's where you can find all of our social media interaction points. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash TOTLB. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to TinyURL.com slash TOTLBTube. And, of course, give us a call. Leave us a message. Tell us what you think of Jennifer Lopez and her unnecessary booty shot in the cell. Dial 970-573-6148, the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. You know, there's midgets and there's death, and both things are inevitable. With that said, I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. We can hear you. (laughs) And this has been another episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box that I assume has a number. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.